What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. Welcome back to the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexum Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. The Vision Lab is a platform focused on growth and exploring the developmental path of people's visions and dreams and how those dreams come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. The Vision Lab's on the road today, y'all. Finally made it out here. Super excited. Hey, yo, Mo, who we have on the show today? Cuff, today's guest is a native of Tyler, Texas. He is the owner of where we are actually recording this episode, Qnoma Cigar Lounge. That's 917 North Joe Wilson Road. Suite 101 in Cedar Hill, Texas, zip code 75104. Please welcome Tommy Black to the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up, what up? What's up, gentlemen? Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad we can make it happen. Yes, it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, Tommy, we are certainly honored and privileged to finally make it into your beautiful establishment, Qnoma. Um very excited for the opportunity, sir. Thank you for, for jumping into the lab with us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So let's just jump right on into it. Qnoma, that is a very, very interesting name. Um, one that certainly, you know, triggers the mind. Where did that come from? You know, there, I've had conversations with a lot of people and, you know, a lot of people uh, kind of str struggle with the pronunciation of it. And, you know, they say it so many different ways, but nobody has actually ever really stopped and said, explain it to me. You know, sometimes I offer to explain it, but, you know, not often somebody just directly asked me a question. So I'm glad you asked that. But uh, Kunoma, uh, basically, it's a play on words for two of my passions. And uh, basically, when people pull up and they see the sign, they may think it's some fancy foreign word or something, but really, for me, it's uh, it's a reminder of two things that I'm really passionate about: cigars and, and wine. And so I took CU from Cuba, okay, or Cuba, as most people would say it in America. The apostrophe is the lit cigar. I'm a huge wine guy, and uh, I took you know Noma as a nod or homage to the wine country in America, Napa and Sonoma, and combined it to create the word Kunoma. And so, again, when I pull up in front of this place and I see that sign, you know, I can look up and it just reminds me of two two things that, that I'm passionate about. Well, I can certainly tell, I think Mo and I can both, both certainly tell the amount of passion that you have placed into your lounge. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I don't want to misspeak, but the entire layout is, is plush. It's um, refined. It's upscale. Um, let's talk about the aesthetics of Kunoma. Okay. Well, I'll say the same thing to you that I, I said to the Zoning and Planning Commissioners 
down at City Hall, as well as the mayor and the city council men and women here in Cedar Hill. Um, I live in this community. I wanted my lounge to be in this community and I wanted it to be something beautiful that the community would be proud to have in the community. And, uh, you know, prior to coming to Cedar Hill, I, I lived in right on the Dallas Addison border. Okay. You know, I had a town home up, uh, you know, basically we'll say Addison for 11 years. And so I was used to certain things, you know, I could go uh, to, um, you know, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I could go to these fine dining white tablecloth, you know, type of establishments. You know, we had a great nightlife. And, you know, when I got to the Southern sector, you know, um, I had a lot of people that said, man, don't put your place in the South, you know. And, you know, for me, it was like, well, if I live in this community, it's important to me that my lounge be in this community. You know, and they would even reference another popular brand here in Dallas. You know, well, you see what happened to them when they went to the South. And I'm like, okay. Um, but, you know, that's basically what it comes down to. You know, I have a certain style that I like personally. You know what I mean? And so um, I was having coffee the other morning. I ran into a great guy who smoked here. He was here last night, as a matter of fact. And, uh, I ran into him having coffee last week and he said, man, what I like when I come in your lounge is, you know, it has a personality. Yes. And he said, even though you sit back at the bar and you don't tell people you're the owner and so forth, he's like, when, when somebody comes in, they know this is your place. Sure. And I would only expect somebody who's a really good friend of mine to say that because, you know, any of my old uh, college or high school teammates, you know, they would come in here and say, yep, this is definitely Black's place because they've known me for a long time. And, you know, the second part of it is outside of being an extension of my personality is, again, what I promised the mayor, city council members and the zoning and planning commissioners. I wanted to build something great. I didn't want to just, you know, put some sheetrock up and throw some, you know, different color chairs all around the place and say hey you know because i didn't have to have an office i could have put a big huge walk-in humidor back there and you know so forth and so on but i wanted it to be a place where you really felt like it was your living room away from home and that's how i refer to it to people you know when you come in you know you really feel like you just walked out of the kitchen with your fine scotch or bourbon and walked into your study to have a cigar you know and that's what I wanted to mimic, the library or study in a millionaire's mansion. And that's that's a really good, um, accurate depiction and, and description of, of what it feels like, right? So uh, if you're on the southern sector of the DFW Metroplex, make sure you stop by Kunoma and come holler at Tommy Black. But you, you do get that that library or study um, in, a, in a millionaire's mansion. Mm -hmm. um, dark walls. Um, you've got two beautiful humidors, a locker, um, and you've got that bar feel um, where it's not over overdoing it, right? It's just subtle, but it, it's really, and I told Mo this a, a, a year ago when I came to Kinoma for the first time, it, it's, it's got a great ambiance. So what can folks expect when they come to Kinoma? What type of experience can they expect? What I, what I strive 
for them to walk out of the door with you know so i'm gonna kind of answer this in the way of not when they come to Gnome, but when they are on the way to their car after they have have, have smoked one two three four five cigars wow, that they evening. smoke five cigars <laughs> good they, luck to them if they sit <laughs> if they sit with me all day they probably will but uh when they are leaving i want them to feel like they had a presidential smoking experience because you know my goal and everybody on the team here you know they understand that once a person goes to that cash register pays for their their merchandise once they sit down and people that have been coming here a long time you know i see we've got one of our longtime regulars in here now um once you come in here and sit down you do not have to leave your seat at kunama if you don't want to you can just put the church finger in there and somebody is coming you know what i mean and uh you know there's there's a there, there's there's someone who's uh, very near and dear to me that's really big in, in the cigar culture here in Dallas and uh, you know her name is Cassandra and she said uh, I, I never thought about I never considered service in my cigar experience wow. until I came to Punoma wow she said I just never really thought about it. you know what I mean and uh, she she was gracious enough to uh, to name Punoma number one in her road to 40 lounges wow and uh it ended up being road to 70 lounges and she she named kunoma number one and and uh you know that 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 really is what the goal is when you leave here do you feel like i mean well not do you feel like but can you definitively say damn that guy he really is like that you know he he really does care about my smoking experience yeah. you know what i mean he i mean yeah he's got the suit on and this and that but that's just who i am you know what i mean so when every decision i make in here is about the customers any heated discussion i have with a staff member it's about a customer and their experience it's great well, luckily you. we don't have too many of those right but, you know um, and anybody a part of this team they know man that he, he really fucking is like that you know that it's, just he it, really cares what i'm getting from you is that it's greater than tommy black right this isn't just tommy black owns kunoma this is i want you to come in and, and have a, a like you said a presidential experience absolutely with the cigar and in your mind you're tying a cigar to kunoma ultimately bringing them back oh absolutely because to this day I have not introduced myself to the owner one time. I've not, I've not introduced myself as the owner one time because it's not about me when you walk through that door. I'm just a bus boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? A hell of a bus boy you are. Right? <laughs> uh, and as you said, you it's not about you, the owner, and customer service here is top notch. Another place where customer service is top notch is uh, the good people over at Bowling Smoke Cigar Lounge. Indeed. Edwina and the family. Yeah, Coach EB, thank you so much. Uh, the address there is 215 West Camp Wisdom Road. If you can't make it to Qnoma, make sure you get to Bowling Smoke. And you'll be taken care of. Um, so as you set the, 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 the pace, if you will, as far as like when people walk in, it's about them, the customer. Mm -hmm. Where did that ultimately come from, right? Like at some point you got to reach the cigars, and I'm sure at some point you walk into a lounge, and then there was a, a thought process or a vision or a light bulb 
and you said, I want my own spot. Mm -hmm. Where did it come the the thought of making it customer centered or focused, if you will, where did that come from? Um, well, from from the most basic level, uh, being a consumer myself, you know, um, you know, like say for instance, something as small as if, you know, if you come in here, there's several days of the week that I'll actually be here the whole shift. And when somebody comes through the door, I am already greeting them before the door even closes behind them. Amen. Like, it seems like minutia, but to me, it's something that uh, it can it, it can really alter my rhythm if I'm sitting back and I see somebody walk in here. They've driven all the way over here from God knows where. And if they are not greeted when they walk through the door, you know, it seems like minutia to some, but to me, it's a really big deal. It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. And so, it, it's you have a background and we all do uh, from football. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, you played at Baylor, uh -huh. um, graduated Baylor. And right. um, I know a lot of all of us have always heard coaches talk about focus on the details, the attention mm -hmm. to detail. If you're greeting me and I, and I live in Las Colinas, Mo lives in BFE. So for him to come all the way out here, hey man, it's Frisco. It ain't that far. It, it is not do. Frisco. It's Southern Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. He lives in Southern <laughs> Oklahoma, basically. But for Mo to come all the way out here and, and get to your establishment, and it's well worth the trip. Mm -hmm. Like that's not the issue, right? We're all everybody in the cigar community knows, like, hey, I'm I'm willing to travel and support whatever. It's not mm -hmm. it's it's all good. But for you to be able to greet me in my first impression, whether it's my first time here or when my, my 1,000th time here, right? And, and I'm greeted at the door, that means something. And it's that attention to detail. I, I want to ask you this, as it relates to, uh, quote unquote, your previous life when you played at Baylor, how many life lessons have you been able to extrapolate and implement into being a business owner? Oh, wow. Uh, you would think a football analogy would be something easy for me to construct. Um, but, you know, when it comes to uh, playing the game of football, which I think is the greatest game in the world, uh, I think it does translate to business well because, you know, in football, there's a, there's a special type of type of man or nowadays we have we have women competing you know seriously in football as well but it takes but specifically i'm going to talk from my perspective it takes a special special type of man uh to voluntarily uh put himself in harm's way you know 15 20 miles an hour you know uh car wrecks and get up and do it again yeah uh, because you know, when you get into a business like this, um, you know, as Tim from BND Cigar Corner would say, you know, this ain't a get rich quick uh, type of business. You know what I mean? You know, you're going to have to put in some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, like with football, you know, you can see a guy come in and he might be 6'3", you know, 225, run a 4'3", 140, got all the intangibles. But he can't execute the playbook. 
he's always out of position. You know what I mean? And as far as in this environment, you know, uh, ignoring the person coming through the door, you're out of position. You know, uh, a customer says, you know, this cigar is it's just a, it's, it's tight. Not replacing that cigar immediately, you're out of position. Wow. You know, um, I wanted a water, but this water is hot. Do you have a cold one? And you just being content to tell them, uh, well, you know, uh, you got to pay for that. Yeah, if you want to buy another one, you know, you can. You're out of position, you know. So, um, so you know, that, that, that's the best way that I could describe it from uh, a comparison to football type of perspective. That's good. That's good. I, I don't think. Well, let me rephrase that. So, so let, let, let me let me tell you. So I don't want to cut you off. So when you come in here, basically, it should be like the guy that's six three. You know, two thirty and runs a four three one forty. Got all the intangibles. We got a lot of pretty leather and wood and these cowhides on the floor. But if we're out of position, and she leaves here and says, "I'll never fucking smoke there again," it's all for nothing. He lost. Yeah. And I think that that attention to detail is what has allowed you to be, you know, number one of the top seventy. Uh, cigar lounges to visit in the DFW Metroplex. So let me further this, Cuff. When I say the word cigar lounge, mm-hmm. what do you think of? Um, I think of a place that you can come in, check everything that went wrong last week at the door. <clears throat> Um, you know, you have an environment that you can sit back, be comfortable, enjoy every note of your cigar, uh, contemplate your next stock purchase, that real estate deal you're on the fence about, you know, um, what you're going to do for your little brother's, you know, 30th birthday or what have you. And just be out of the the ruckus of what you left outside you know what i mean and so that's why when when people ask me you know uh well hey you know why don't you uh book this band you know or if a band comes by and says hey you know we we we'd like to play at your place and i tell them no or if somebody comes and they say hey we want we want to rent your place the reason why I've turned down every rental opportunity at Kunoma is because, you know, I don't want any of my regular customers to show up at that door and I got to wave them away and, and, and say, well, I'm having a private event today. But they've been so good to me every day. But I turned them away because of this one person that wanted it for a day. You, you take it all the way back to the core. It's, this is about being able to come and smoke a cigar and enjoy your cigar. At the, it's it's fundamental. Mm-hmm. It's really ultimately what 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 it's about. Intrinsic, one hundred percent. You've got a great humidor here, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention one of the supporters of this show, Cuff, and that's the good guys' definition of cigars. Uh, whether it's the my my favorite, the prolific, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the solidarity, mm-hmm. or the latest, the noir. Uh, visionaries, if you have not had a chance to get your hands on a stick by definition of cigars, 
follow them on Instagram. You can get to their website. Everything is at Definition Cigars or on the internet at uh, DefinitionCigars.com. Indeed. Shout out to Neo. Absolutely. The whole all the good guys. Indeed. All those boys. Neo, I see Neo the most. Neo and Wick, you know, uh, and it could be because of where people live, you know, but uh, they definitely uh, come here when they can, you know, especially, like I said, Neo and Wick. And they make they, a great product. Yeah. I, I want to um, peel back the curtain and, and talk about because and allow I'm going to call it a misnomer mm -hmm. when it comes to opening up a cigar lounge like you put your blood, your sweat, your tears and most importantly, your dollar into this. Mm -hmm. How did you get to that position? I know that we talked offline about um, leveraging some of the investments that you made. Mm -hmm. And I think especially within the community, people need to understand what leverage is mm -hmm. and how to, um, you know, leverage the, you know, stocks, bonds, okay. mutual funds, investments, and how you can actually make those things work for you. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to say, um, if I, if I had it to do all over again, I would have, you know, used my, my credit score and used my capital and my investment portfolio balances to actually do this with somebody else's money. <laughs> OPM. OPM is the best way to go. <laughs> you know, so maybe I should re like rethink if I want to rent the place out on How about like for Mondays your second Tuesdays lap? or something. You know, but, um, but seriously, um, you know, uh, if, if I had it to do all over again, back when I started building the place, I was um, I was so uh, determined that I did not want to um, to I didn't want to acquire any new debt. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, everything that everything that I had. Uh, my my personal things, you know, um, I, I didn't have to worry about, um, you know, paying for them every month. You know, I just had to focus on my family. Um, but, you know, pushing, you know, pushing a lot of your capital into building a business, you know, I, I really thought like, hey, this is the best way to go. Let me come out of this thing so that as I start generating income, I'm going to be in the black from yeah, day for one. Sure. <laughs> you know, Dave that, Ramsey did. But that's not really that's not really uh, something that you can guarantee because, like I said, you got to build a brand. You know what I mean? I was over at a I was picking up some dry cleaning the other day, right down the street, at Joe Wilson and Beltline, and one of the barbers came out and he was asking me some questions about my car, and uh, just naturally I said, "Hey man, do you enjoy cigars?" And he said, "Yes, man. I usually smoke over at such and such," and. I said, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Tommy Black. I own Kugnoma Cigar Lounge at Joe Wilson and Pleasant Run. And he looked at me like. He's in the ghost. Yeah. Like, really? I was, I was like, yeah. He was like, man, when did you open up? I said, oh, we've been there almost two years. <laughs> and, and this guy is a cigar smoker, you know, right down the street and had no idea that we, that we were here. You know, so um that 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 really that really surprised me you know so you got to build a brand to get people to know who you are where you are but um you know putting putting capital into building out a business you know it is it is it, it's a it's a it's a it's an undertaking sure you know what i mean because 
when you're used to having the comfort of saying, okay, man, you know, you can log into those accounts and, <laughs> and you can see, oh man, I got six figures here. I got six figures here. Oh man, boy, that, 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 that portfolio is really performing well. But then, you know, uh, when I actually left my job, you know, um, I, I, I walked away from my income source and really had, was set to depend on what I had amassed and my investments. And um, so was I faced with some times where I was like, well, man, I need some cash flow. Let me sell $80,000 worth of stock because I need this money and I don't want to go get an $80,000 loan. So let me let me move some money, you know, and that that that, that can scare. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then if you have to do it again, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, if I had it all to do over again, like I said, I, I would probably say, eh, you know what? At least I'm taking the loan and I know I got the money. You know what I mean? Instead, of, <laughs> you know, instead of saying, you know, I'm just going to do this, you know, on my own, I'm going to pay for everything, cash and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, that, that's that's one of those things that I look back on and say, man, you know, maybe I should have done it a little different. Well, but, it's six you know. in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Yeah. Right. So without getting into the financial aspect of things, but, you know, you can look at it and say, well, I don't owe anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Like this is Tommy Black's. Or you can say, yeah, I leveraged this and I made made those um, investments and they, they're still working for me. However you want to look at it, right? right. So like it's it's six on one hand happen, but I don't own you know I don't own you know outright, right? Um, you know how did you get your start into opening up Kunoma? Obviously we talked about leverage and you know you had you did a great job with your your financial portfolios. Um, you know what advice would you give visionaries that are listening to how to go about investing? and then leveraging that capital if they choose to and have the option to choose to follow the big boys I don't, i'm not a endorser of anybody but you know you look at what is somebody like valpost group what are they buying you know if they can put 40 million dollars into a stock you know surely you know if you can't if you have ten thousand dollars or if you have forty thousand dollars you know if valpost group is putting 40 million into a stock there's a reason why they are putting 40 million dollars into that stock you know so follow what the big boys are doing i mean you can go to sec.gov you can see you can see what um you can see what jay-z's holdings are if you really want to know and then you can say well damn you know hell if, if, if he put that much money into that stock surely there's something to it you know so maybe you don't know anything about it you know but however i'm a big fan of the buffett rule you know back when the dot-com industry started to really elevate people looked at warren buffett and said you know why aren't you getting in why aren't you investing in the dot-com uh industry and he said the most simplest response ever because i don't understand it yeah and then when the bubble burst he looked like a genius you know so um you know i'll, I'll tie that into one quick story i had a guy we were in sixth grade together. I'll never forget this guy because he was from Tyler as well. And at that time, I had just got to Kaufman, Texas. And uh, we're two sixth grade kids. 
Now he's, he's far more advanced than I am. His name was Christopher, and I'll never forget. And he was talking about stocks one day. In the in sixth, sixth grade, grade, true story, on my mother, who's dead and gone, he said, he said, Tommy, uh, you, you, should, you should buy some stock. And I, I said, well, Chris, what should I invest in? And he said, Tommy, what do you like? I said, I like Sunny Delight. He said, well, you should buy that. <laughs> and so that's that's kind of the way that I look at it. You know what I mean? It's like, OK, uh, I chose to go, you know, with, uh, with with NASDAQ stocks, biotech stocks. You know what I mean? Because everybody understands, OK, this pill will make somebody better. You know, this elixir, you know, will is going to revolutionize medicine and stop people from experiencing this well if i had that i'd like to have that elixir you know what i mean and so you can you can better make sense of it you know i'm not uh i'm not a guy that that took a lot of isy classes in college and so forth and you know knows how to to write programs and so forth so tech stuff is not something that I have invested in. I only even considered a tech stock one time, and that was when Apple split back in, I think, 2011, and it went to $99 a share. And, uh, you know, I didn't buy at that time, but I wish I would have. Man. <laughs> Same thing with Amazon. Yeah. Okay, so you, you just mentioned ISY, you, you're talking investments, and, and this, that, and the third. And, and a lot of visionaries that are that are that are listening, um, you know, are novices when it comes to the, the market. But ultimately, when you opened up Qnoma, there was a risk that you took. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the mindset of identifying a passion um, for opening up your business, but how to, how to accelerate mm -hmm. into that risk? Right. All right. Um, that's a great question. Uh, when I was looking at uh, this location, I, I knew that there was a more traditional tobacco shop in the area. And I knew uh, there was a cigar lounge that was more of the nightclub that you could smoke cigars type environment. And I knew what I wanted to do. And so when I went, I, the first person that I talked to uh, was was the owner of of the other establishment that was that more, more offered that nightclub type of feel that you could smoke. And I went and I told her, I said, you know, I said, I can't even begin to compete with your concept. I said, because my concept is totally different. I said, I want to be a traditional cigar lounge no gimmicks no pork fillers you know so i said you do what you do very well i said so i can't even begin to compete with that because number one it's not me and it's just not the concept that i want to do so when i looked at those two components big nightclub type of feel that you can smoke cigars more to traditional grab-and-go tobacco shop I said, if I, I, I truly believe there's a lot of people like me that would want a traditional cigar lounge concept readily available in the community. And so, so that was 
I mean, those were the things that, that I considered when it came to building this place. Um, building. You just mentioned, I, I was going to ask him this during the break, but I'm asking now. And when you talk about obviously the aesthetics, I mean, you know, like I said, the, 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 the cow highs in here, the leather chairs, the walls. Can you talk about being hands on and putting this actually together? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was here every day of construction. There wasn't a, a nail that was shot that I wasn't here to be able to say that looks good or hey, 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 my man, whoa, 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 what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, um, uh, can't you see that that PVC pipe right there? You're gonna put a hole in it. You know, that's gonna go to my main water supply. You know, you know, because the subcontractors might not have the same passion as the contractor. You know, it's just another job for them, and yeah. the contractor, you know, he's he, not on site. Yeah, he 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 may not Someone be as shops. yeah he may not be as emotionally invested as I am because it ain't his place it ain't his money. He just wants to get the job done. Yeah, when you have your uh, your money involved, there's certainly a different dynamic that yeah. exists. Um, I, I want to tap into your mindset as an owner. Um, as it relates to getting to that point where you've got to jump and having that leap of faith, um, you 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 leveraged, you know, you, but you leveraged internally with with your portfolios or, or some of your portfolio. What was that process like? What was that experience like? What was that feeling like to know that okay, I'm all in on on Kunoma and I'm dumping X Y Z portfolio. Um, Exactly like what you just said. When when did you jump? Is that what you're asking? Um, because if you're gonna do it, you know what I mean. You're going to have that moment to where, if you are a smart man or woman, you're gonna look at those balances and say, "Well, I still have to live." So every month, those balances are gonna get smaller and smaller and smaller until one day I'm either going to say I built something great with the money or damn man when I had that money I should have built that cigar lounge now you know I'm back going to work 12 hours a day for for these people and so that's really what it came down to for me I really just had a conversation with myself and said if you're going to do this let's, let's do it you know you know don't think about it don't talk about it and you know um I'll tie it to a story that kind of solidifies my point. Tim Davison, uh, owner of B&D Cigar Corner, he walked in here one day because somebody had said, you got to meet this guy, you know, and people were telling me, man, you got to meet Tim. He'll give you the game. He's He's got the longest running, you know, uh, cigar lounge. The he's from Black, Black Cigar Lounge. And uh, I ended up giving him the, the nickname, The Godfather. <laughs> and it stuck. And uh, But Tim walked in here one day and you know i just finished build out and he was like god he was like this is this the this is the black they've been telling me about because people had told me if you know tim you'll never know he was in the cigar business because he'll never tell you and me and tim have sat together and smoked hundreds of cigars together all i knew was he was tim who liked porsches and and and, and playing cards because <clears throat> we would play cards together and uh he's he said a quote that summed it up better than anybody. He said, man, you know, I have people call me all the time asking me questions about 
opening up a cigar lounge, get into the cigar business. He said, and I tell him, get a tobacco license and then come talk to me. He said, man, I like the way you did it. He said, you built this place and you didn't say shit to anybody. <laughs> because it was all about, it's not about beating your chest and going around and talking about what you're doing. It's about action, you know what I mean? And so when I decided to jump and to actually, you know, start to build this place, um, I was here every day like this was my job with the, the construction crews. You know what I mean? So I didn't really have time to be out, you know, talking about what I'm going to do and what I'm up to and so forth and so on. But when it was done and it was tangible, it was palpable, it was real, then people can see the product and say, man, this is this is a cool place, man. You know, and to hear Tim walk through the door and say, man, you built a beautiful place, man. And that one line that he said, man, I like how you did it. You didn't say shit because he sat with me for, for hours, you know, weekly. And I never mentioned a word to him or any other guy sitting at that car table. I was just Tommy who smoked cigars and came to play some cards. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. Uh, allow me to, before we move to the next part of this interview, uh, say thank, I want to say thank you to the people at Class A Vodka, Christian yes. and Tim. Thank you guys so much for your support. Visionaries, if you have not had a glass of Class A Vodka, please make sure you do. Class in every glass is the slogan and it is apropos. Uh, you can get them on, online or uh, on Instagram at Class A Vodka and they will make sure you are taken care of. So let me switch gears for a second, right? Now you've got this beautiful place mm -hmm. and you know people know who you are now. Has the long-term vision from what you started compared to what you got going now, has that changed? Uh, I would say the short answer would be no. Um, and I'll, I'll say no, period. <laughs> and, and I don't know how you want to expound on that. but So let me expound on it. When the, the light bulb in your head said, hey, you know what? I, I need this. I need, I'm, I'm, I'm going to build a cigar lounge. Uh -huh. Your original long-term vision for everything that we see now that is Kinoma. Mm -hmm. What was it? Um, to build a, a beautiful traditional cigar lounge that made people leave feeling like, man, this is going to be my home lounge. And then do it again. And then do it a hundred more times for a hundred more people. And then a thousand people. Is there any idea or thought to expansion and opening up other lounges? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He ain't going to tell us right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say locations. Uh, <laughs> but you Well, know, no, I would love to see yeah. this like north. Oh, absolutely. But, but you know, like Kunoma Cigar Lounge is, is owned by Kunoma LLC, my parent company. And under the umbrella of Kunoma LLC, I did have, you know, about three different brand concept ideas. Kunoma was that was just the one that had to be the first because you know this is my baby this is my my passion project and uh you know i i, I see it here and touch it pretty much every day you know so i'm a very uh visible and approachable lounge on so we should we should expect more from tommy black and Kunoma llc lord willing <laughs> <laughs> 
What's what's been the greatest challenge that you've had to overcome when when starting your own business and starting you know the cigar lounge? Um, really trying to to get the 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 customer base, um, the ones that are willing to come and approach me about you know certain things that they experience at other lounges or tobacco shops, and um, you know you know, how do I communicate to them that, you know, that's just not a fit for my brand and getting them to understand why I believe in my philosophy and why I believe it is going to give them the best smoking experience. And in my personal opinion, instead of me trying to conform, you know what I mean? Because, you know, Tim Davidson doesn't want to see anybody else with another B&D. He likes when he comes to Cronoma because it's completely different than his when he's at his place at BND. You know what I mean? Um, somebody like, you know, uh, Larry at Lessoa. Shout out know. to Unk. Yeah, Unk. La- what up, La- Larry doesn't want to see somebody emulate his 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 lounge. He wants to go somewhere that's going to give him something different when he wants to go somewhere and smoke where he can relax. You know what I mean? And so. Um, really getting people to understand what the philosophy here is and you know the way that i do business you know i i talk to customers you know what i mean and 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 i have people comfortable enough to where they feel comfortable to walk up to me and talk to me about anything you know and uh you know that's that's the way that that i I plan to continue to grow and i I think that you know we're, we're certainly looking forward to to the growth and, and the expansion, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, for Kunoma. Um, but you mentioned a couple of different folks, like Unk with Masoa, uh, big ups to him. Uh, Tim at uh, B&D, you know, shout out to Tim. Um, as you look at the DFW market and, and, and as it relates to the cigar community, in your opinion, what's lacking? Um, unity. You know, I start. I started a hashtag uh, several months ago. Um, I've I've got one of the one of the most beloved and respected uh, lounge owners in Dallas. That's not far from me. That's never come over and smoked here before. Uh oh. Um, you know, and I I I really set out to change that and you know if you look back at some of my posts you know you would see me or you would see me and shannon big white the big fella shout out to my man shout out to shannon much shannon, love shannon Andrew. and simone the cigar and, assassin back there behind the counter indeed indeed showing a lot of love to their patrons so me and me and shannon would go around and you know i told him what what i wanted to do and he supported me um I said, man, you know, we we got to get out out of my bubble here and start going and supporting some other lounges. And it's not going to be about us. You know, we're we're not going to make it about, you know, Kunoma. It's all going to be about genuine love of the leaf. And so we started doing these pop up smokes where I would just show up at Lassoa, you know what I mean? And sit there and, and, and smoke with Larry. And I would go to other places and, and, I, and I, I created the hashtag SIS, S-I-S, sit in smoke. And so we started the sit in smoke 
where we started going around and visiting other lounges. You know what I mean? Uh, I went over to uh, Roz's place to make sure I hug her neck for her three-year anniversary. Yeah. You know, going over to see The Godfather, Tim, at BND. You know, I, I went to his Blazers and Cigars event. You know what I mean? Because I know what that means for me. You know, shout out to my Mason brother, TK, Tobacco Kennedy out in Miami. He came here, you know, during the cigar crawl last year. And, you know, when you have somebody like that, that takes the time to come here, you know, Jameson requesting through y'all that he wants his interview to be at Kunoma, it lends credibility to the place. 100%. You can't, I mean, you can work as hard as you want to work to build a brand, but when you have credible people in your industry that are willing to patronize your place, it lends credibility to your place. So I'm aware of that. And when I go over to BND and I take that picture with Tim, I know it's more than, you know, my love and respect for Tim and his love and respect for me. It somebody's gonna say, Man, I've never heard of this Tim guy or this B and D cigar corner, but if, if Tommy's fucking with him, he must be cool. I may need to go over there. You know what I mean? And so I know what that means. And and so 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 I I I would I would leave it at what what do I I what would I like to see more of and I would like I would say you know what what we're lacking is 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 more unity and a show of unity. And what I like to say oftentimes, and Mo's heard me say this probably a thousand times at this point, is the rising tide raises all ships. Mm. You know, we we can all support one another and raise this entire cigar community because you know DFW being the eighth or ninth largest uh, metroplex in, in the country, there's no reason that there shouldn't be a lot of cohesiveness. Yeah. There's no reason there shouldn't be a lot of togetherness and, and, and everybody moving on the same uh -huh. accord, oh, right? Yeah. Um, and so we certainly look for that. And that's one of the reasons why the Vision Lab podcast is a member of the Dallas Fort Worth Cigar Alliance. So Absolutely. Um, for all of those visionaries that are out there that are in the DFW metroplex, yeah. Check out DFWCA. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity to yeah, yeah. do exactly what you're talking about, bring the cigar culture and the cigar community together. I, I want to add to that. Um, clearly, there are two other brothers that share in, in, in my sentiment uh, with creating a sense of unity. And, you know, my other uh, co-founders of Cigar Brothers Rolling. So if you're not aware of that, go to the, the, the private group on Facebook, Cigar Brothers Rolling. Founded by Tim Davidson, the Godfather, myself, Tommy Black, uh, Larry from Lassoa, and uh, 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 world class barber himself uh -oh. over at Astute Gentleman, the OG uh, Jeff, OG Big Jeff. So that was that was. I mean, when Tim called me and said, "What do I think about that concept?" It basically took my sit-in smoke concept and magnified it, you know, times ten because. You know, we're going, we're, we're basically doing a podcast from the time we get in the car to the time we go to the lounge that we're going to support. And it's all about that particular lounge. You know, we got a chance to go over to EB's place at Blowing Smoke. And it is about us trying to pack her house to raise, you know, revenues for her and raise awareness of who she is and where she is to, you know, maybe you know, that 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 dozen followers of mine that didn't know about her, or that dozen followers of Tim's that didn't know about her, or Jeff or Larry may have a few people that follow their page 
and they see that pop up, hey, we're going to be at Blowing Smoke Cigars on such and such day to, from this time to this time. And uh, when we get there, we're live the whole time other than, you know, maybe to take a break, you know. So, so you know, there, there, there's, some, there's some things that people are, are doing, you know, that, are, that share the same, you know, sentiments as I do. What you're talking about is strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. And one of the groups that is uh, got plenty of numbers and they support us is the good folks at Dallas Leaf. Uh, Ron, Taz, Sheree, David, Callie, all of them. Indeed. Uh, thank you guys for your support. Um, and, and we definitely look forward to the future with you guys. And speaking of Dallas Leaf, you can find the 1841 DL here at Kunoma uh, in their humidor. So, you know, when you come out here, uh, make sure that, you know, you're, you're getting a Dallas Leaf cigar and supporting both uh, Dallas Leaf LLC and Dallas Leaf Cigars as well as Kunoma. Um, so we have entered the part of this uh, interview where we are going to land the plane, if you will. Uh-oh. It's so time to do it. If you don't mind, sir, hand me your glass. Shout out huh. to the new sponsor, Grand, Grand Rouleau Cognac. We are officially landing the plane, which means, Tommy, that we will be taking a nice adult beverage and sip of this uh, Grand Rouleau. So we will cheers. Cheers. To Grand Below. Absolutely. So, one of the questions we ask everybody as we close things out it's you at a round table, kind of like what we're sitting at now, and there's five other seats. Who do you want at your table? The only caveat or stipulation, if you will, is that you can't have whoever you believe in as your higher power at the table. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, it would. Definitely, I, I would say my my, my dad, um, oh wow. <laughs> I got four seats left. My best friend who's who's no longer with us. Those are two people that I know would have my best interest at heart. And then um, I would have to uh, bring some strong business acumen to the table. So, um, man, I'd have to say Oprah. <laughs> um, Jay-Z. One more. The first lady of the Black House, my wife. I like it. I like it. I like it. Real quickly, um, before we land the plane, Again, big shout out to Grand Brulot, the official cognac of the Vision Lab podcast. Um, go ahead and drop your social media handles for all of our visionaries to, to find you and, and follow you. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, if you want to send a friend request, you would go to Kunoma, C-U-N-O-M-A space C-L for Cigar Lounge. If you want to like the business page, it's all lowercase, Kunoma Cigar Lounge, no, no spaces. So again, friend request, Kunoma space CL. To like the business page, Kunoma Cigar Lounge, all lowercase together. Twitter is Kunoma CL or at Kunoma CL, no spaces. And Instagram, Kunoma Cigar Lounge all together, lowercase, no spaces. Tommy, it's been a pleasure to be uh, again in, in Kunoma. 
every time that I, I've come here, I do get that presidential uh, feeling when I, when I leave. Um, and while I'm here, um, big ups to you. I think you're doing an amazing job here uh, in Cedar Hill. And so for all of our visionaries, if you are on the south side of town, you know, make sure you pop in, say hello to Tommy. I promise you it's going to be a fantastic experience. Um, what's I know we talked about the long-term vision of Tommy at Black and, and, and Qnoma, but what would you like to see happen over the next couple of years as it relates to your business? Uh, man, I would, um, obviously, I'd like to... I'd like to be officially solidified as, you know, one of, if not recognized as the best cigar lounge to come smoke at in, in Dallas. You know, I think uh, Jay-Z said to Lil Wayne, go further, go farther. If that's not why we do this, then why bother? Man, so truer words have never been spoken. Um, in case you didn't know, Tommy, we've got a magical time machine here in the Vision Lab. And um, we're going to take a trip back in time. What would today's version of Tommy Black, what advice would he be giving himself from five years ago? Um, stay the course, be original, and never fold. Believe in your plan, which means first have a plan and execute the plan. I love it. Absolutely love it. So we're going to fast forward the clock. Forgive us. We're going to make you five years older. What's the older version of Tommy Black? What advice is he giving you today? Um, don't be too proud to use other people's capital. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and again, continue to follow the plan and stay the course absolutely love it absolutely love it uh, again tommy hey we appreciate you allowing us into your beautiful establishment indeed um all visionaries again if you get an opportunity and you're in the south side of dallas make sure you come come to cedar hill one more time with the address uh the address here is 917 north joe wilson road suite 101 in cedar hill texas the zip code is 75104 Tommy, it's been an amazing experience. And to all of our visionaries that are listening in worldwide, thank you for your continued support. Remember, the Vision Lab podcast is the first and only growth mindset podcast for the cigar community. Remember, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom on the trail to life. It's really up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. The voice you've been listening to is Tommy Black, the owner of Kinoma Cigar Lounge. Tommy, appreciate your time again. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week in another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast. Indeed. Blessings. <laughs>